Welcome to Breaking the Cycle of Poverty featuring Jay Height, Executive Director of Shepherd Community Center in Indianapolis. For the past 36 years, Shepherd has served its neighbors on the Near East Side of Indianapolis by providing a range of services and support designed to end generational poverty. My name is Tim Swearens, and I'm your host for these conversations that explore why poverty remains such a persistent problem in the United States and how each of us can help our neighbors break the cycle of poverty. Today's episode focuses on what happens when things go wrong in ministry. How should we handle errors in execution and judgment on an organizational and a personal level? How do we grow as people and as organizations when our hopes and dreams don't work out as planned? Jay, you've been in ministry long enough that you've had to learn how to handle mistakes. Can you think of a time when, despite best intentions, things didn't go as planned in your ministry? Yeah, I th- actually, I would tell you there's lots of those uh, <laughs> memories. And um, my wife would say, I, I have a book full of all of those, and it's more than what C.S. Lewis ever wrote. Uh, I think that ministry is messy. It's not a formula. It's people, and it's relationships. And so in relationships, you make mistakes. You trust in people. You, you, you give people a chance. And um, I think the thing, a lesson I've learned is that um, God gives us grace and he wants us to live with grace. And we, we need to be graceful people. That means at times people are going to mess up. My preference is they mess up trying as opposed to, you know, just sitting there not doing anything. I, I would rather have to clean up a mistake that someone did while they were trying to do it. So uh, grace is sometimes when that employee you have does something and you're like, what were you thinking? And sometimes it's, okay, you got to learn from this. Where we make a mistake, I think, in ministry is we feel like we can't hold people accountable. And Jesus sure did, right? If we watch the movie The Chosen, you see, I'm sure Jesus is by the end of the movie ready to, or, or end of that series is going to have his hair pulled out because, not because of what the Romans did to him, but what his disciples did. It's like, do you not get it? But he always loved them, and he continued. And, and we know that the story is that one of them chose to go a different way. And, and that's going to happen in ministry. But we need to continue to love and to show grace. And uh, I, I want to continue to make mistakes being graceful. There's times when you've got to make the decision, hey, this isn't right. Or you try a program. And, and here's another big problem, I think, in ministry. You try a program, you think this is what's needed, and it just doesn't work. And then we got to be willing to kill it. And that's where I think in church and ministry, we sometimes, we can't ever kill anything. Uh, but if we try it, it doesn't work. Jesus says, you know, kick the dust off your feet. If that village doesn't want you, move on to the next. If this program isn't effectively doing the things you want to do, then move on. Um, Sometimes I think my mistakes, uh, and there's plenty of them, is that uh, I see all these needs and I want to I, I want to help all of these and I want to somehow impact all these. And I think recognizing that we need to focus and it, it this these problems didn't happen overnight. We're not going to microwave results. Yeah. As a leader, how do you, how do you help turn mistakes into an opportunity to grow and learn? Well, I think that's where you have to intervene and have those difficult conversations with folks. 
I think sometimes that difficult conversations with yourself, because maybe I blew it, and I have to acknowledge that I blew it. And, um, I, you know, I think one of the, the tragedies in the church is we're not willing to say, you know what, I have scars. I have, I've messed up. I've gone through difficulties because I think the world looks at us and says, man, they've got the easiest life. They don't have problems. And sometimes the scars we have give testimony to God's grace and mercy to us. How do we build a ministry or really any organization where people have the opportunity to try new things and to risk failure? Well, I think you have to make the decision that risk moving forward is okay. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And if it doesn't, you kill it. If it does, then you continue to grow and, and, and help foster that. But yes, there's, uh, we have to be entrepreneurial. We have to give opportunities. And I think the biggest mistake we make is that we do ministry to and not ministry with. We don't spend near enough time listening to our neighbors and those that we're, we say that we're here to serve. And we, we believe that we know better. And many times as I engage with my neighbors, they have profound wisdom and they have a unique perspective on the gospel that I can learn from. It's, it's good to have high standards for ourselves and our ministry. God calls us to have high standards. How do we balance that with uh, understanding that all of us are going to drop the ball from time to time? Well, again, I think Jesus gives us the model with the disciples. They'd blow it. You know, James and John, the ultimate wimps, send mom to go ask him for this special place in heaven. And I can imagine Jesus is going, really? Really, guys? You, you didn't have the guts to come tell me? <laughs> Um, and I like the portrayal in the, in, the, in the movie, The Chosen, in the series, um, because I see him get frustrated, but then he engages. And I think what that looks like, that engagement really looks like discipleship. What are some of the most common mistakes you see ministry leaders make? I think uh, wanting to portray that we never make any mistakes. Um, wanting everyone to think we have our act together. And then I think sometime leaving the fumes for our families. And I think what we are called to do is live a life in rhythm, not a life in balance. Jesus never had a balance to his life. He had a life in rhythm. So there was intensity and then there was time away. And I think the problem we have in leadership, and I'm sure in my 20 plus years now of, of urban ministry, there's times that I've gotten things out of whack, and I think it depends all on me, and, um, and then I run myself ragged, and that's not God-honoring. Um, God wants us to live a life in rhythm, and so that means staying fresh in our relationship with the Father. That means keeping our family well cared for emotionally as well as physically and, and likewise, and, and then just making sure that our focus is that people need us to not um, uh, represent Jesus. It's our job to represent Jesus. The world needs Jesus, not me. And, um, and when I try to represent him, I probably do a poor job. So my job is to continue to represent him throughout our lives. What separates leaders and ministries uh, who learn from their mistakes from those who repeat failures over and over again? Humility. It's pretty simple. We have to be humble. 
and keep, you know, we have feet of clay, right? And, um, and I think it's really in the grounding in the word. How do we how do we find that humility and hold on to it? It's a decision. It's not an emotion. It's a decision, and so we just have to make that decision. Gary Smalling, John Trent wrote a book called "Love Is a Decision." Yes. And I think the same thing comes with humility. Love, humility is a decision, just like love is. Jay, thank you. I think we can all can admit that we make our share and sometimes more than our share of mistakes. And I think we also can agree how thankful we are to serve a God who forgives, who extends grace, and who loves us despite our failures. Thank you for joining us today and for listening to our conversation about all the things we get wrong. Uh, but the Shepherd team works hard every day to, to meet neighbors' needs, and we couldn't begin to do that without your support. To learn more about how you can assist those efforts, please visit shepherdcommunity.org. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you.